Hello, beautiful souls. You're listening to Underneath the Clothes podcast, episode number 24. When you hire the right people, they pay for themselves. I'm Chelsea, your host of Underneath the Clothes podcast. I'm a business and life coach, certified strengths finder coach, and the owner of Chelsea's Boutique. Being an entrepreneur for over a decade has taught me a lot of fun, but often hard lessons. I've gained a ton of knowledge in almost all realms of owning and operating a business, and I know I can help you save money and grow your profit, all while working less and running your business instead of it running you. Before we jump into today's episode, I need to tell you about my first ever digital course I'll be releasing in the coming months. The course will be a guidebook and direct coaching on one of my most favorite requested topics, how to hire the right people for your small business. I'm officially naming it the No BS Course to Hiring Right because I'm a business owner and I understand what it's like to have no extra time to waste on BS courses that won't deliver what it promises or are filled with fluffy extras we just don't need. In my coaching with business owners, the questions I get asked over and over again is how do I find the right people for my business and what can I do to have less turnover with the employees I do hire? These are questions I've struggled with in my own business, and believe me when I tell you, I know how frustrating and stressful it can be finding the right people who actually care for your business. My hiring process has grown from one that was rushed and hit or miss to one that intentionally draws in applicants who connect with the heart of my business right from the start. I wanted to bundle up everything I've learned about hiring over these past 10 plus years and put it into an easy to follow step-by-step process that walks you through exactly what I do to find the most amazing people for our team. In this no BS course, you'll learn how to set expectations for your employees and for yourself as their manager. It'll instruct you on how to design your hiring process so you and your new hires are set up for success. This is information I wish I had had years ago, and I know it is going to save you time and money and help you bring in those employees who will actually help you grow your business. If you're as excited as I am for this course and want to know when the cart will open, which by the way, will be for a very limited time, then click the link in the show notes or go to chelseasonlinecourse.com and sign up to be notified today. All right, now let's get back to today's show. If you are new to the show, I am so glad to meet you. And if you are a return listener, thanks for coming back to hang out with me today. Now that we're deep into our series on hiring on the podcast, I want to ask you, what's holding you back? I mean, really, what is it that is making you still dance around the idea of hiring someone to help you in your business instead of fully committing to it? Whether you've hired people in the past and it didn't work out, or you are hiring for the first time I'm willing to guess that at least part of your answer is the cost. We've talked a lot about hiring the right people on this podcast and how to find employees who align with your values and care about your business as much as you do. While that idea sounds amazing to so many entrepreneurs, it can also bring up a lot of doubts and fears like, I'm barely making enough money to pay for myself. How am I going to pay someone else too? I know this resonates with so many of you and let me assure you, I have had the same fear. But instead of looking at the upfront cost of hiring the right people, we need to flip our thinking and focus on how much we stand to gain by getting our time back. 
And notice how I said hiring the right people, not just hiring anyone. We'll get more into that later on. But before we do, here's an example of how hiring the right people pays for themselves. So let's say you have a list of tasks in your business that you wish you could delegate to someone else. And FYI, if you don't have this list, I walk you through the process of creating one in episode number 13. So check that out and then meet me back here. So everyone's list will look a bit different. Yours might say things like, I wish I had someone to create social media posts and interact with my clients on Facebook and Instagram. Or I wish I had someone who could send out all my invoices and follow up with clients who have accounts that are due. Or I wish I had someone to go through my inbox and send emails to my clients who have questions or who want reminders for their upcoming appointments. Even if you don't have a huge budget, looking at your list, let's say you hired someone for just 10 or even five hours each week to do some or all of the things you wrote down. If you're not ready to hire someone full-time just yet, you really can gain a lot by hiring someone just part-time. And yes, there are plenty of qualified employees and freelancers out there who are more than happy to work these kinds of hours. So even if you spend 50 or even $100 a week to get a few hours of your time back, what could you do with those hours that would not only make that money back, but double it or even make it five times? So let's imagine you pay a virtual assistant or an office manager $100 each week to spend five hours creating your social media posts for you. And in those five hours, you in turn spend time with an extra client that pays you $300. Or you have the extra mental space now to be able to dream about how to grow your business and how you come up with an idea that will bring in thousands of dollars. Do you see where I'm going with this? And we're not even mentioning how you might not even enjoy posting to social media. So you end up doing it so-so, resulting in less customers or engagement. Or it gets pushed to the end of your to-do list every day, and sometimes you aren't even posting Sound familiar? Sometimes we look at the upfront cost of hiring someone and let that deter us from what is possible once we have those hours of time back to actually do what we set out to do. Remember the days when you were just starting your business? I'm talking about the very early days when you were dreaming about it and you were fired up about everything you would accomplish and all the people you would serve. If you're like me, you had a vision of doing something different than the nine to five, something bigger that would give you that freedom, freedom to choose your own hours and do a job you loved, freedom to reach goals that had no ceilings and freedom to impact as many people as you could along the way. What I didn't picture, and maybe this rings true for you as well, is all of the daily little tasks that come along with that dream of owning a business tasks that, well, yes, They need to get done. They pull your attention away from being the visionary and the one who keeps the business moving forward. There are emails to respond to, invoices to fill out, social media accounts to manage, and so many other of these little tasks that quickly add up into a full day. We've all felt that feeling of getting to the end of our work week, and even though we were super busy and are exhausted, we still feel like we didn't actually get anything done that we wanted to. That's how it feels when you're working in your business instead of on it. And it can be seriously draining and energy depleting. You started your business for a reason, but it doesn't take long for your plate to become completely full of things that don't align with your strengths or things that aren't your best skills. This leads to burnout. And let me tell you, 
burnout is real. And you can't show up for your customers and team, your family, or yourself if you are living in it. At one point at Chelsea's, I was handling all of the marketing, all of the social media, creating every single newsletter, all of these things on my own. And while, yes, I was good at it, and yes, I could do it by myself, these weren't the things that made me light up and brought out my best talents. And it was costing me a ton of time to complete them every week. Because of how I was spending my time, I'd go home at the end of the day feeling just zapped of energy and with nothing left to give to enjoy my time with my family. Maybe you can see where this is going because you've been there too. After pushing through like that for way too long, I slowly started to resent the business, this baby of mine that I'd worked so hard to build. This is a dangerous cycle to be on, and I seriously questioned if I even wanted to own this business anymore. The thing that truly helped me to break out of this cycle was hiring people to do things in my business that weren't in my strengths. So I was free to do what I had always dreamed of when I started, like meeting with coaching clients, being out in the community more, spending one-on-one time pouring into my managers, and being the visionary for the business. These are tasks that align with my strengths and that give me so much joy. So at the end of the day, I feel excited about my work and I'm able to carry that energy over into the time I spend outside of work too. I now have an office manager, Allison, who works 20 hours a week and has great strengths in executing, organization, and culture improvement. She uses her talents to take care of all the behind the scenes stuff at Chelsea's, like entering purchase orders, answering emails, and making sure our part-timers feel loved and seen. And if you remember back to episode number 16, I talked about how being organized isn't exactly my strong suit. So one way I delegate out those types of tasks is by trusting them to my merchandise manager, Becky, who is in her element when she is processing inventory, creating floor setups, and just keeping the store looking amazing. Not only are these things getting done more efficiently in my business, but I have so many more hours every week to do the things I never could before. Because of the time I have now to put my strengths first in the business, bringing people onto my team has more than paid for itself. If gaining more profit in your business isn't reason enough to hire the right people, I want you to know that what you also stand to gain is getting your life back. I know that might sound a bit dramatic, but it's so true. You've heard my story how just over two years ago, I was burning the candle at both ends. Only myself and two other full-time girls were working at the boutique and we did so much work. Now talking about how hard we work has become this sort of badge of honor we wear these days. We feel proud when we can do it all on our own. And when we are in this hustle mode that is around the clock, but friends, If you are in that place today, you know that when it's all said and done, working yourself into a total exhaustion does not get you to a place where you want to be. I remember trying to put in just a few more hours to get everything done. And before I knew it, working until 10 p.m. every single night was becoming the norm in my world. But in the back of my mind, I knew this type of schedule and lifestyle wasn't what I wanted to do forever. I knew I wanted to start a family soon and be home with them but that there was no way I would be able to with working 80 plus hours every week. My business was running my life instead of the other way around. Something had to change. And for me, that started with asking for help by hiring more people to take over some of the positions I was trying to fill on my own. 
I know your business is such an important part of your life and who you are. And giving up some of that control to let someone else in to help is frankly terrifying. But think about it this way. You have your strengths and your business is only going to get better when you're using them instead of just trying to do everything else. Not only that, but there are people out there who want to do the tasks that are taking up so much of your time. They want to do these things because those tasks are actually their strengths, and it really blesses them to have the opportunity to use them in their work. You don't have to do it all yourself. There are plenty of people who want to help you and help your business succeed. And the time you'll get back for living your life definitely pays for itself and then some. Earning more profit and having more time are ways hiring pays for itself. But what I want you to really, really understand here is that this doesn't mean if you just throw anyone into any position you need, you'll suddenly have all this free time and more income. We get excited as entrepreneurs at the thought of having more hours for our business, or sometimes we are just so overwhelmed we think the best thing to do is fill a position as fast as we can. But my best advice I can leave you with today is to hire slow and fire fast. We've dedicated almost this entire season of the podcast so far to hiring, and that's because I want you to learn from my past mistakes and not just hire, but hire the right people. A bad hire or hiring the wrong person will do the opposite of pay for itself. It will actually cost you more. Think about sorting through all your job candidates, going through the hiring process, training someone into a new position, and then finding out within a few weeks that they are not a good fit and you have to start the process all over again. This costs so much time and energy, not to mention money. And it should be noted, a bigger organization or a corporation, they can have some turnover and staff changes and be big enough that the train keeps us moving with minimal cultural shift. But my guess is you are a small business owner if you are listening to this. And if someone leaves unexpectedly or turns out to be a bad hire, it can be a setback and real situation that alters an entire small team. Changes do happen. I've had them happen before, and for sure they will happen again. But in a small business, it is so, so crucial to conduct hiring and team changes the right way. Hire aligning people that are additions to the team. Correct mishaps quickly before small mistakes turn into big ones. Is it difficult being a small business owner? You absolutely know it is. And boy, do I understand it but we can do hiring and leadership right. So take your time hiring and finding someone who will thrive in the position and work well within your company's culture. That's why we really dive into knowing ourselves as leaders and knowing our values so we can know what we need in our employees and who we are looking for. That's also why we have applicants fill out an application and then go through at least two interviews that deal with everything from core values to job skills. It's worth it to find the right person right away, someone who shares your mission and wants to work alongside you with their talents. Even if it takes more effort up front, hiring this way will save you so much more at the end of the day. All right, beautiful friends. I hope this episode has helped ease some of your fears about jumping into this whole hiring thing or giving it another try if it hasn't worked out in the past. And I also hope I've left you feeling excited about all the things you have ahead of you and what you stand to gain by hiring the right people. 
If you know of another businesswoman or entrepreneur in your life who needs to hear the message in today's show, could you do me a favor and share this podcast with them? Or share it with your whole tribe by taking a screenshot of this episode and uploading it with a tag at underneath the clothes. And if you're thinking, Chelsea, girl, I'm all in on hiring the right people, sign me up, then I have got you covered. My no BS course to hiring the right people for your small business is launching soon, and it's filled with all the tools you need to hire successfully. To be the first to know when the course goes live and to get my extra bonus modules just for my podcast listeners, just click on the link in the show notes or go to chelseasonlinecourse.com. Thank you so much for listening. I love and appreciate each and every one of you.